Welcome to the pastor's table. It's testimony time. Praise the Lord. We had one powerful one last week that had more than one testimony in it, but just from one person. Today, we're having a special guest of Betty with us, and she's going to share how the Lord's been moving in her life as well. I know you'll enjoy it, and maybe as Pastor Neil says, you should get some popcorn, sit on down, and uh, take notes. God bless you all. Enjoy the episode. Hi there. Welcome back to the pastor's table. And we talked last week about a little bit about testimonies and how powerful they are. And I have another guest with me this week. Her name is Betty. We just love Betty. She's one of our grandmas here. And, and although I don't think, I, I think of her more as a sister than a grandma. <laughs> and sometimes when we get a little older ourselves and have grandchildren, that's how we, we all become sisters then, you know, not necessarily grandchildren. But I want to share with you something powerful as I was in prayer today before our, our, we did some recording. And I was thinking about you and with the impact, you see, she's going to talk about the impact that God's had on her, but I want to share a little bit about the impact you've had on me. You're such an encourager and you probably don't like to think of yourself that way, but it reminded me some ways of, of and the stories I've heard and how God's used her was, was Paul in the book of Acts. And, it, and Paul begins to share his testimony, his personal call before the king. And, and, and this is a king that did not serve Jesus. It, the story's in Acts chapter 26. I encourage you to go and read the whole story. But this is what Paul said. Uh, this is what Agrippa says to him in verse 1. Agrippa said to Paul, you are permitted to speak for yourself. Wow. Can you imagine going before a king who's, who's not saved and says, go ahead, say what you have to say for yourself. Didn't have to have a lawyer. Didn't have to have somebody... Pre, pre-say everything or pre-set it out. And he says, and then Paul stretched forth the hand and asked for himself. And he says, his first words, I think myself happy, King Agrippa. <laughs> and he begins to tell him how God moved on his heart and changed him. See, Paul, uh, King Agrippa was, was likely aware of him as, as one of the Jews who was killing Christians. And then he changed and God moved in his heart. And it comes to a place later in the chapter, when one of the most powerful verses, I think, well, I, you know, at one point somebody said, I, I think all the learnings made you mad, <laughs> like mm. nuts in the head. And he comes and he says, almost thou persuades me to be a Christian. Wow. Words that can change, the power of testimony can change us. And they can encourage us and help us come out of places where we thought we were stuck. Many times as a pastor, there's, there's times and God moves in seasons, and I understand that. And I remember one pastor encouraging me. He said, sometimes the back door is more, more active than the front door, which means more people are leaving than coming. And that doesn't mean that you haven't been called. I know, Betty, you've had a lot of coming and going. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's like that. God takes us to different places, brings us to different places. My, the pleasure I've had is in meeting people in every one of the places he's taken me. And I'm so pleased to have you with us now. I don't know if you're uh, any more pleased than I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> how did you even get here? Well, how did I get here? It's in 19, um, no, two, uh, seven, tw- 2017, sorry. When That's I came. Right. I was um, a widow by then. And... Um, it was harder than, uh, I'll just put it that way. 
I sure had a husband that led. Now I here's me <laughs> with the Holy Spirit, okay? Mm. And he That is he, different. It is because he would say, This is where we're to be, Betty, and I didn't doubt him because I trusted his walk too. Mm -hmm. And so anyhow that was the way it was. And so for seven years I went from church to church and then I didn't go for a while. And then I was going out to a church out in Vancouver and it was great, but distance. And so anyhow, um, I was listening to Andrew Womack one day, and I like him. Me too. But he wasn't my pastor, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not the same as having a shepherd that watches over our, mm -hmm. his, the flock the way I expect them to watch over us. So anyhow, as I listened, he had someone, a testimony of someone who was, it's in um, 1 Kings 17, 1 to 10. Oh my. And they amplified. And this couple said, there. T-H-E-R-E, -E, just one word, there. Where's, where is our there? I thought, oh, that grabbed me. So I kept looking at it, and there was different reasons why he was to go there. And the sheriff, and then the woman, the uh, woman, uh, uh, the widow. Mm -hmm. And uh, he this, this couple followed as they saw there. And that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> or we had just had to drop the T. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. And so, so one Sunday, I thought, I don't know how, oh, I know a friend of ours, Mike. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. And they said, Jerry Seville was just there. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, where is it? So they told me, and I came. And, of course, when I come to a new place, I sit in the back seat because it's easier to leave when I have to, okay? <laughs> Easy escape route. <laughs> <laughs> that might, be, that sound, might sound terrible to some, but that's... That's okay. That's my personality, okay? <laughs> so I, that's what I did. And then after that, I just kept coming week after week. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, one day, I was Robert Morris. Have you ever heard of Robert Morris? Yes. Yes, okay. Reading one of his books. He says, you're home at last, in one of his pages. And I wept, and I thought, oh, Ooh, Jesus. I am home at last, after seven years. And so that was another one of the... Little, I call them landmarks for me mm -hmm. that I followed, okay? But one day I was doing something at home at church and not think about it, really, just doing things. And celebration life came to me. This is your there. Oh. Isn't that interesting? That's all I got. Mm -hmm. And that's from that day on, I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have a cup of tea then. <laughs> But anyhow, that's just one of my leadings by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then I got to understand his covenant more mm -hmm. and who I am in him and who he is in me. Amen. And that covenant I find very strong anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to express it, but I know when I'm following correctly, mm -hmm. that which I've been taught has been a big help in my walk. And so I'm just going to go on to one of the others. That's all right. Dr. Smalley was here, yes. Dr. Mike Smalley, mm -hmm. and he was having an altar call mm -hmm. at the end of a service, and he said, there are five people to give $1,000. Well, I was sitting there very comfortably. I brought what I was going to give, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it wasn't the thousand <laughs> that was ex expected, not expected, brought out. Mm -hmm. So five people went out, and I thought, that's good. That leaves me out, okay? <laughs> I've got my, I got my seed. Amen. And uh, at the end, 
He said to Shailene, our worship leader, finish off with a song. Well, here's the song. Better find out the exact wordings here. It's all right. Um, holy, it has to do with Holy Spirit, okay? Resp oh, I respond to you. Yes. Holy Spirit, I yield to you. Mm. Your voice is my guide. And so as I heard, was singing those songs, I just broke. Mm. And I said, oh my, what's going on here? I knew I had to give a thousand. But being a widow and on pensions, etc., I had a budget. And uh, didn't know how this one was going to work. <laughs> but I went up to you, I believe, and I said, I believe I am to be giving for his work that, of the Lord that they were doing. For trafficking women, young women, I think mm -hmm. it was. Yes. And um, so did that. Came home and talked to the Lord a bit. And I said, Lord, I think it's only about two weeks before the end of the month when my I put it on visa. Yes. Uh, only two weeks we've got. <laughs> and you got a bill now. I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to meet. And you know, I... There was no extra money coming that month or those last two weeks. At the end, I was able to pay my visa and my budget was still intact all the way. Now, I don't know how to explain that, except I call it a miracle that God did because I thought, I've never heard that type of a thing before. And I remember listening to Marilyn Hickey not too much later. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, and when they were starting out in their church, I don't know if it was 69 or $79 mm -hmm. dollars that they were going to give from a ministry. Mm -hmm. And uh, she thought, oh, we got the night offering. It'll come in then. Well, they counted it three times. They still didn't have the, I'll say, I think it was 79 but it doesn't matter the price, the, uh, the amount. And a fourth woman came in and began to count. She says, I believe I'm to be in here with you to count. Can I help? I said, they said, oh, yeah. <laughs> when she counted that they had the exact $79 that she, they needed that they pledged that morning for the, the ministry that was at their church. And I thought, she said there was nothing extra come in too. And I thought, oh, that's good to hear, Lord. It's not just me that looks different. <laughs> Amen. And so anyhow, and then Pastor Gwen, just a few weeks ago, I've not been feeling the way I should. And um, I went up for prayer. And she said, this line, just for hearts, and another thing, I can't remember. And I, I, I went up. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Went up for my heart. And uh, she heard a pop. And she said two words, artery, I believe, unplugged. I think it was the two words. I heard nothing, felt nothing but I'm able to do things that have had to go by the, went by the wayside for quite some time. And I'm feeling so much better. Praise and God. I, I, so God has been, he's been good in so many areas, everyday life even sometimes. But these were the sort of the bigger things and not that they're bigger to God, they were big to me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, it's a very interesting thing with how God can take something and make something that wasn't there, there. Oh, I know. It's amazing. I remember, and I've told a few stories about Sister Gladdy who recently went home to mm -hmm, heaven. Mm -hmm. And years ago, she had this situation and, and her eyesight was not the best. And she, she had done something and the screw had fallen out of her glasses. 
and and she was looking and she knew it was should have been on the table where she was and she liked to drink coffee black though. <laughs> and so she had her coffee cup there and she thought oh well maybe it's dropped in the cup and she was looking around and then she pulled out the scripture and and she from John chapter 14 and verse 13 whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will I do that in the father that the father might be glorified in the son if you shall ask anything in my name I will do it and she had heard somebody preach on that and she said and lord if it's not there you make it there and and so there she was with her her glasses thing and of course she couldn't see the screw even with her glasses off right and 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 but that she put her glass on you know with the you know she said she was describing how she looked and there was no screw she says and then she prayed that and just trusting god that god would provide and, you know, she, he'd given her the instruction. She was doing what she was supposed to do. She looked down, there was a screw right there, and she put it in her glasses. <laughs> and, and I think so, you know, where, where the Lord gives us an instruction, he's going to fulfill it. And that, that's a way that we can live for sure. What he tells you to do, he pays for. Yes. When we decide in our own self, that's when we get in trouble. Yeah. I've learned through all this, though. But... The word vertical comes to me, which I was healed of. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember. I was, it's four years ago since I flew to Ontario. And uh, I was 81, I'm just telling you. Because <laughs> at that time. She was 81. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> and at that time, to make that decision, the kids phoned and said, are you going to go with us? I said, yes. But I thought, I'm going, Lord. I've said, yes. Am I totally healed of the vertical? And I wasn't the type that everybody gets vertical different ways. I would get so very seriously ill that when I got off, I need to help someone to help me off. And I'd be ill, ill, literally. Mm -hmm. And so it'd take a couple of days to recoup. So anyhow, that was, didn't know any different, okay? Prayed about it for a while, but this day, someone had a word of knowledge over me and I never had mentioned it to them and said, vertical gone and I go what do you know <laughs> and they said that's the only two words I got we're working two words pastor <laughs> that's all right <laughs> anyhow I got on the plane and of course I sat with one daughter and the granddaughter the other one was grand, was over and uh, we're going up and I said are we going I mean it sounds odd to most people are we going up which other way are you gonna go but I was so Okay, so good. Praise the Lord. And got off at the other end of my own two feet and was never ill and have not been ill. I can ride the back seat or anything now before I had a drive. <laughs> well, sometimes it's good to be the driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. But anyhow, I couldn't do any of those things for 81 years. Wow. And to be delivered and set free in that area was wonderful. Amen. It's yeah. never too late to be healed. No. I remember talking to someone, and, and they were now pushing 80. Yeah. And, and had felt a call of God on, on their life, but had felt it was too late. And, mm -hmm. and was crying one day in prayer. And, you know, it's too late. It's too late. My life's over. And, you know, and then they were, they were in such a state that their spouse had called me to go pray mm -hmm. for them. And so I, I went to the house, and the person was back and forth and back and forth, just in so, they were, they were in grief. You know, that they had somehow missed God mm -hmm. and uh, because it was too late. And 
And I said, you know, the Lord can open a door. It's not maybe the door that you thought. Mm -hmm. And and I think sometimes that's why, because we have this imagination. This is what it should look like, right? This is what I'll look like, and then I'll know I can follow God because yeah. everything is set out, everything's fixed. Yeah. And and a door opened up, and they ended <laughs> up uh, ministering uh, it to elderly people. And the the ministry that they had, many people were born again in their last days because of that faithfulness. And the, who wouldn't have gone in where they went in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was a powerful ministry. It wasn't necessarily behind a pulpit in a big church, but it was certainly the church of God. Yes, yes. And, and many people are in heaven today because of that turnaround. And it seemed small. It seemed small. At the time. Yeah. Because maybe there were only 20 people one day or mm -hmm. 15 the next. And, and, the, and it wasn't, you know, in the kind of way that we think about church. It was just in, in retirement homes and things like that. Mm -hmm. But so important. Yeah. So important. So sometimes when we think, you know, you, with, with being delivered at... at, at 81. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, but when you're that ill every time, you, you yeah. don't want to go even on a trip. No. But it holds everybody else back, too. I think that's very uh, important element as well. Sometimes uh, the delay of healing, uh, we feel that even when we are healed, there's a nervous place. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Will I be able to? We, and, the, and you said that. Yeah. Will I be able? Can I trust that God really did heal me? I even ate. <laughs> <laughs> and I like food. <laughs> Oh, Even eight, and the, and the kids looked at me. They knew it was and, different. And they, they said, Grandma, are you okay? The grand and I, oh, yeah. It was a miracle. It was. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. It's never too late. No. Well, when you're talking about age now, and a lady that was going, Marketplace comes to me. That's where I work. Amen. Better. Yeah. And anyhow, I went and got my hair cut the other day. Yeah, it looks beautiful. <laughs> and she said something. Her mother, I guess, was a believer, and she fa she says, I was looking through my mom's stuff the other day, and I found this here verse. And I said, Maureen, I said, that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. And she started to talk, but she, she had to go because she was getting someone else. But, and then I had a friend, I have a girlfriend who was my maid of honor in North Bay, not too long ago, went through a hard thing, life experience with her son dying. And I finally said, Ev, I have a personal question, and that's how I started. Do you really know Jesus? Amen. And she said, well, and then we talked. I won't, sure. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And anyhow, in the end, she prayed the prayer too. So I'm, how would I say, better out there than I am sometimes in the church, if that makes any sense. I think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Many people will never come through our doors. But they no. need Jesus. Yeah, that's all, oh, yes. And yes. if we can, as a body, you know, encourage you mm -hmm. to have the strength to talk outside the four walls, quote unquote. Yes, I hear you. Yeah. I think that's I, that's what we're supposed to do. Well, Be that light. Be the light. Yeah. That's a, Well, who's going to talk to them? Exactly. Who is? Because and they're not going to come love in. them. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and give them a phone call when they need it. Yes, that's not a hard thing. It's not a hard thing. No. And so vital and so important. Yeah. So important. Yeah. I hope today you've been inspired to know that age doesn't matter. <laughs> it's never too late to be healed. And, and most assuredly, love those people around you. 
Welcome them. Welcome them in when you're in the marketplace. Share what God's done for you. Share what's, what's love. Share what's important. People need to know that we're touchable, that we're real. That's right. You know, every one of us has a day, and hopefully there are more good days than bad days. Mm -hmm. Sister, would you pray for us today? Yeah. Father, you've heard a few of the areas that you personally were so involved in my life. For that, I give you praise and thanks today. And I'm asking that those that are listening will take the same courage and not understanding maybe every situation, but take the courage to put their trust in you, for you are truly faithful to each and every one of us because you love us as your sons and your daughters. And that's a good feeling, and that's a good understanding. And I bless you all to hear what the Spirit says to you through these different testimonies. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you all. Have such a good day.